Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am your host, Michael Boldea. Uh, this started up so suddenly, I didn't even have uh, a chance to sip my delicious beverage before we got going, but that's okay. I'm an adult. Uh, I can grin and bear it. I'll make do. Uh, because um, there is no room for soft people in this studio. So uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, It's been an interesting week, but every week's an interesting week. This is where we are. This is what's going to be happening uh, for the foreseeable future, and only worse, uh, because things have to, you know, degrade. Uh, there's, There's always that push towards the bottom, Uh, whether gravity or something else, uh, whenever we spiral, it's never in the upward direction. Now, is it? Like I said, there's a lot of stuff to get to, but before we do get started, I do want to remind you that this is a recorded broadcast. Um, Today is April the 21st, the year of our Lord 2021, so it's relatively fresh. Uh, It's not the day of, but hey, you know, day old bread, the dollar off. So uh, you still buy it and eat it and it tastes good. But yeah, there's there's a lot to cover because uh, I want to sort of um, converge a few ideas and and hopefully um, make you understand what's coming, uh, what's around the corner. Because uh, regardless of how you feel about uh, what the jury decided uh, regarding the Chauvin trial, the Derek Chauvin, the former police officer, um, you have to understand that whenever undue influence uh, is is thrust upon the judicial system, it never ends well. Uh, When you have sitting members of Congress and even the president weighing in on what they think uh, the decision by the jury should be, uh, then um, it's it's, it's no longer blind justice, now is it? Look, uh, I, I can admit when I make a mistake, I didn't think they were going to convict, especially on second-degree murder, uh, because the evidence wasn't there. There was no intent. Uh, what he did with the knee on the neck was, until recently, an approved measure by law enforcement to uh, keep a suspected criminal uh, you know, under control. So in case you haven't heard, because this has been the big news, this was the news of the day yesterday, uh, the jury found Derek Chauvin guilty on all three counts. Um, Donde esta the evidence is my question. Uh, I Look, you have to be impartial about things. The video was horrendous. But is it second-degree murder? Now, 
our 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 favorite mummy uh decided to wake up from his stupor and remind us all that he was still alive and kicking and uh, between sips of uh, metamucil and uh you know whatever else people his age consume uh Pat Robertson chimed in because why wouldn't he uh, and Pat Robertson says that Derek Chauvin should be put under the jail for the death of George Floyd. We're going to get into that one first because uh, if not for the pre-existing heart condition, if not for the fentanyl, uh, if not for the overdose, uh, even with the knee on the back, on the neck, wherever you think the knee was, uh, chances are better than good that that, uh, Mr. Uh, Floyd would still be among us passing fake 20s. So let's just start there. Now, I understand Pat Robertson is a sleuth by nature. I mean, I'm sure he was a cop, an investigator. I'm sure that, you know, he saw this kind of thing all day. And so, you know, he has a right to weigh in. He has a right to, to actually say a man should be under the jail. Even though, and I did follow the trial, I heard the defense, I heard the prosecution, I'm sorry. If you think that the prosecution made this case for second-degree murder, go look at it again. But I also understand the jury's mindset. The jury's mindset was a lot like pilots. You know what? We're going to wash our hands of this. Because how long do you think it would have been if they would have found not guilty or if it was a hung jury before the jury's addresses were made public and people started showing up at their homes, throwing pig blood on the door or trying to kill their kids. See, that's what you get when you, when you submit to mob violence. When you have people like Maxine Waters going out there, going, well, you need to get more in their faces, stay in the street, this has got to end up right. No, you have to look at the evidence. Did this man wake up that morning going to look going to kill a black man no he didn't the person at at, at the liquor store called the cops they happened to be the ones that responded to the call bad juju all around but if he hadn't tried to pass a fake 20 chances are the liquor store would have never called the cops the cops would have never come and a knee would have never been on his back Uh, the circle I run in here in Wisconsin has a lot of uh, current and former law enforcement. Uh, These are people who've seen uh, the nastier side of humanity for many, many years. And I have conversations with them because that's what we do. We get together, we talk, we laugh, we relax, we unwind, we decompress, as it were. Because... uh, It's good for the heart. So I asked some of them, look, the guy was saying he couldn't breathe. He goes, every single person you put in cuffs says they can't breathe. Every single person says they have a condition. Every single person says something's wrong and they need to be released because that's what they do. However, if you have committed a crime and you are under arrest, 
then you've committed a crime and you are under arrest regardless of what your skin color was. But here is the man himself, the paragon of virtue, and apparently social justice now, because, hey, you know, social justice is in. Uh, Patrick Robertson is weighing in uh, on exactly what this all means and what he thinks should be the future of policing. Uh, If not for bad guys, sorry kids, there would be no need for police. You could defund the police, you could do away with police departments. As long as bad guys exist, guess what? Crime's going to happen. The only thing, the only difference is that there's not going to be any good guys, there's not going to be any cops trying to stop somebody from robbing you in the middle of the day or jacking your car or whatever else. Look, I drive through Chicago almost weekly. It's getting worse. It's getting markedly worse. And now what a jury in Minneapolis has decided is, hey, you were a little rough. Therefore, second-degree murder on you. But let's go back to Pat Robertson because this is, this is all going to come together by the end of this program because uh, another thing that we're going to be discussing, I know you thought this was the only thing. No. Uh, we're going to be discussing another issue uh, within uh, the household of faith, and that is the fact that some church elders are under fire for threatening to expel a woman who left her husband and started dating a woman. I know. Who'd have thunk it? These days, I mean, that's not even sensational anymore. These days, you'd think that she, you know, left her husband and transitioned into a man then started dating the man's ex-wife. You know, that at least would have some teeth to it. That at least would be a wee bit interesting. But no, this is just, uh, you know, sort of a plain vanilla woman who got bored with her marriage, left her husband, and then decided, hey, I wonder how women smell. Because I smell good when I put perfume on me. Whatever. I don't care why she decided to do it, but... Now the church is under fire, and the elders of the church are under fire for threatening to expel her, for publicly coming out and making a big show of the fact that apparently she's now a lesbian. I know, now you're scratching your head. It's, it's lesbian, but, you know, if you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, it makes for funny words. So she's now a lesbian. Excuse me while I sip my beverage and... We'll, we'll, we'll blend these two and, and conclude something um, very disturbing. Because right now, apparently public opinion is that these church elders were wrong. They were, what's the, the term, homophobic. They were lesbophobic for um, telling this woman that you know, if she doesn't repent, she might get expelled. Because, you know, uh, we, we, we looked at Build-A-Bear in the mall and decided, hey, wouldn't it be just as fun to build a god? 
it's the same concept, really. You get to pick and choose exactly what your God is. You put them together, you stuff them full of stuffing, and there you go. But let's get back to, to, to Pat Robertson, the man, the legend, Mr. Potato Head himself, who looks as though uh, the plastic surgeries aren't keeping the wrinkles away anymore. If the decision to convict Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin of George Floyd's murder was left up to Christian Broadcasting Network founder Pat Robertson, Chauvin would be put under the jail. Thank you, Pat. Now go back to sleep. Speaking on the 700 Club last Thursday, Robertson raised concern about the onslaught. Now it's an onslaught of police violence in the wake of the killing of Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, on April 11th. We talked about the the Dante Wright thing last week. Feminism killed another man. I know right now the Beth Moore fans are warming up their fingertips. We're going to get to you, too. Because apparently, even though I say I'm not a misogynist, the fact that I would prefer a man next to me in a fist fight makes me a misogynist. Look, if I'm putting up a pole barn, I prefer a man helping. If I'm trying to plant a garden, I prefer a woman helping. If I'm trying to get into a fist fight, I prefer a man next to me because chances are he wouldn't get his orbital bone shattered with one punch. If I'm looking for someone to make an unreasonable argument and just fly off the handle, I'll take a Beth Moore fan. See, you have to balance things out. Now, the, the, the reason you call me a misogynist is because you put a certain value on putting up a pole barn and another value on a garden. I'm sorry. To me, it's more important to plant a garden than put up a pole barn. A garden will feed you. But see, because you assign value to certain things, that makes me a misogynist. Because in your mind, putting up a pole barn is more important, I say I prefer a man next to me. Oh, my goodness, look at the misogyny seeping through his pores. So, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to everything. You know what? I'm having coffee, and I'm feeling frisky. So uh, let's, let's get back to Pat. By the way, this morning, uh, another shooting. One Mensa candidate was trying to stab another Mensa candidate, And the cop shot the woman with the knife. What was he supposed to do? Jump in the path of a knife and get stabbed? Let the second Mensa candidate get stabbed by the first one before he acted? Then he'd be accused of not doing his job, of not protecting the public. And even though there's video of one woman stabbing at another woman, There's video of the knife on the ground next to her after she got shot. Still the cop's fault. Look at all the people getting murdered by the cops. There's an onslaught, like Pat Robertson says. Look, there's an old adage that that has to be applied here. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. 
That's just the reality of it. It doesn't matter what skin color the individual is. Because if it was two white girls and one of them was trying to stab the other one, guess what would have happened? Pop, pop, pop. Same thing. She would have gotten shot. Because it's called attempted murder. Well, you know, the knife wasn't that sharp and it wasn't that long, so she'd have had to stab her like ten times to kill her. So that was excessive force on the cop's part, really. You don't say. Same thing with Dante Wright. They were cuffing you. You would have gone to jail for the warrant that was out for your arrest for possession of an illegal firearm and other things. But you would have been out in six weeks. Maybe less, because there's no justice anymore. But you tried to run away. So you jumped back in your car and, and a flustered policewoman said, Taser, 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 and shot you. Why is it that we absolve people of personal responsibility and personal accountability to the extent that no matter what they do, they're still in the right? A woman was trying to stab another woman in Columbus. The cop shot the woman that was trying to stab the other woman, but now, oh my goodness, look at all that violence. And of course, Pat Robertson decided, hey, I'm going to weigh in because, you know, I'm past my expiration date anyway. Everything from here on out is gravy. Robertson raised concerns about the onslaught of police violence in the wake of the killing of Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, on April 11th. Kimberly Potter, a white Brooklyn Center police officer who resigned after shooting the 20-year-old Wright, has since been charged with second-degree manslaughter after days of protests and riots. And here's Pat. This is his declaration. I'm pro-police, folks. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because you're second-guessing the actions of police in the field. People who get guns pulled on them. I saw a gruesome video. I'm sure it's on the Internet somewhere. It happened in New Mexico. A cop pulls a guy over, tells him his windows are overly tinted. Guy in a big white truck. The cop's walking back to his car. This guy sneaks out of the driver's side door with a AR, I think it was, and just pops him in the face repeatedly, dead on the ground. Left a wife and kids behind, but nobody seems to be talking about those things. No. It's just people who feel as though they're entitled to flip the bird to authority and do whatever they want, break the law as often as they want, and get away with it. Why? Because policemen are being charged for second-degree murder. Because someone overdosed on fentanyl and had a heart attack. 
But you know what? Pat Robertson had to clarify, I'm pro-police, folks. I think we need the police. No kidding. Pat, you know what? I think we should do an experiment. You should open up the gates of the gated community you live in. You should fire all the security. You should uh, pink slip all your personal bodyguards. And then uh, take a stroll through downtown Chicago or Milwaukee or Philadelphia or Boston or Detroit, Columbus, anywhere. You don't even have to dress nice, Pat. Go ride the subway in New York for a day. Without bodyguards, without police. Because, man, Mr. Robertson, you are a prime candidate for the knockout game, aren't you? Old, white, and frail. So stop with the virtue signaling, you old turd. Just stop. You had to jump on the bandwagon, didn't you, Pat? That milk of magnesia is making you feisty. I think we need the police. We need their service. And they do a good job. Apparently, you don't think so. But they cannot do this, Robertson said. Derek Chauvin, I mean, they ought to put him under the jail. He has caused so much trouble by kneeling on the neck of George Floyd. Was it accepted police procedure at the time that it happened? That's the question. Was it lawful? I'm not asking if it was right, but was it lawful? It's just terrible what's happening in the police. Why don't they open their eyes to what the public relations are? We've got to stop this stuff. Well, if criminals stop committing crimes, then there will be a snowball effect, if you will, Mr. Robertson. There will be a ripple effect. Because if no one's committing no crime, then no one's calling the police. But when one girl's trying to stab another girl with the knife and the police are called and they show up, is he supposed to pop some popcorn and watch? Is this urban gladiators now? May the strongest survive. The other chick didn't even have a knife. Maybe give her a spatula, something. But no, it's the cops that were in the wrong again. And look, look I, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm sad for Kimberly Potter. But she messed up. She did. It's obvious. She will likely serve time. She's never going to be cop again. But we can't absolve the other party of their actions and the fact that their actions led to Kim Potter confusing her taser with her gun. President Joe Biden revealed on Monday that he spoke with Floyd's family. He suggested 
again, th- this is coming from Joe. Between Joe Biden and Pat Robertson, need I say more? He suggested that even though the evidence in the case is overwhelming, is it? For second-degree murder? Overwhelming, you say? The family is urging peace regardless of the verdict reached by the jury in the case. I can only imagine the pressure and anxiety they're feeling, and so I waited until the jury was sequestered, and I called, Biden said. No, you didn't. The jury was not sequestered when you said publicly, I hope they, you know, decide the right way. The jury was not sequestered when Mad Maxine Waters was out there yelling about getting confrontational, getting in people's faces. And the saddest thing of all is that if they do decide to do away with policing, the people that are going to suffer the most, the people that are going to suffer the worst, are the self-same people who people like Pat Robertson think he's standing up for. The people in lower-income neighborhoods, the people that are having gang problems, the people that are having crime problems already. But that's okay. They have a plan. Social workers with, you know, folders. How many social workers do you think are going to die the first week? When you go into a gang-infested neighborhood and you try to break up a gunfight between two people with a clipboard and a pen. Look, the, the people that are commenting so freely regarding what cops do and don't do have for the most part lived a sheltered life their entire life. Robertson's never been in the hood. Pat Robertson doesn't even know how to spell hood. I grew up in the hood, kids. It wasn't a black hood, but it was a Mexican hood. First murder I saw was my first day as a freshman in high school. The high school is uh, Fullerton Union High. They had an underground parking lot. First day of school, freshman year. Kid got popped, two in the back, before first class started. So we didn't have much of a class that day. Because, you know, they had to take away the body. They had to find out who did it. They never found out who did it. Uh, That guy who was suspected of being the one that did it got shot three weeks later. So, you know, it's the circle of life in reverse. So I, I grew up in a very bad environment from the age of nine to, let's see, do, 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 21. Gang graffiti on every single inch of every single building. Shootouts, suicides. You know, the cheery stuff that Pat Robertson sees every day from his compound. My, my only hope 
And again, I don't, to me, it does, the decision by the jury doesn't affect me personally, except that mob justice was allowed to have its day. And it sets a very bad precedent that Pat Robertson is too senile to understand. Because if justice can be swayed by people with pitchforks and torches, eventually when you as an individual appeal to justice, if you're on the wrong side of the approved narrative, justice for you will not be forthcoming either. And this is where I want to go back to this article because these church elders had their names doxxed, they made their addresses public, there's people showing up at their homes screaming that they're homophobic, all because they threatened to expel a woman who left her husband and started dating a woman. A team of elders from the Woodstock Church of Christ in Georgia who threatened to expel one of their members after she divorced her husband and made her new lesbian relationship public are now coming under fire online for trying to live according to their religious beliefs. Of course, because I've been warning you for the longest time, it always comes back to the church. And what happened yesterday set a precedence, a precedent. Mob justice had its say, because no matter how biased you are, beyond reasonable doubt, it wasn't even in the same ballpark. But see, here's a woman who, she just wants to love and be loved. She made her new lesbian relationship public, or lesbian relationship public. And she did so for a reason. She wanted attention. And the elders of the church felt compelled to send her a letter informing her of what the rules of their denomination was. But, you know, nowadays, what do you mean rules? I don't have to live by your stinking rules. I can try to stab somebody in broad daylight. I can try to run away from cops. I can try to pass fake money and have drugs on me. I don't care about no rules. So Crystal Cox is her name. And on Sunday, she published a letter. In the document, Woodstock Church of Christ elders, and they even named them in this article, Rick Reynolds, Gary Kyle, Don Williams, and Eric Dotson. They all sound like, like misogynistic white men to me. Yes, sir, they do. We should hang them up in effigy. Look, you see, there, there you go, the... the 
What do you mean? What? White men telling women how to live. No, it's the Bible telling you how to live. It's the patriarchy. That's what it is. It's keeping women down. Is it, though? Is it? I know. Beth Moore fans, come at me. And by the way, yes, I do have perfectly legitimate reasons to keep picking on Beth Moore, as you put it. First of all, being that her personal feelings towards the prior administration made her become vocal about supporting the murder of babies. I'm sorry, I don't care how much I hate somebody. If they stand for life, I will go with them, I will support them, I will vote for them, because my feelings towards an individual and the lives of innocence shouldn't even be weighed in the same balance. The life of the innocent wins all the time, every time. I don't care about your personality. I don't care whether you pick your nose and eat your boogers. If you are for life and stand for life, I will stand with you. Beth Moore decided that Lady Gaga's outfit and Dr. Jill's hair, flowing as it was, was more important than defending life. That's why. Next question. But back to this. I know we're not taking questions yet, Gino. Don't get excited. I don't even know if we're going to have time, but I'll do my best. Because this, this is a media article. It just goes to show just the, the, the selfish, self-absorbed, hedonistic nature of people calling themselves Christians who think that the Bible should be changed just for them. There should be a special exemption for Crystal Cox. Even though she left her husband and started dating a woman, and the Bible says, eh, nay, nay, it's sin. It doesn't matter. Crystal deserves a special exemption. Otherwise, she's going to put people on blast on Instagram and, and, and make people's lives a living hell just because they're not willing to bend Scripture. Uh, I get the feeling Crystal's a Beth Moore fan. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, as we have previously stated, the letter stated, we feel it is crucial to remind you that our Lord considered it vital that no one be involved in homosexuality and be in a pleasing relationship with God, the letter stated. Yeah. These, these elders that are getting all this blowback, they didn't do anything wrong. They followed scripture. They sent her a letter saying, hey, I know you like to flaunt your new quote-unquote relationship, but Jesus said, don't be a whore. We sent you a letter in the second week of December 2020 that was confirmed by the USPS as delivered on December 10th, 2020. So they tried to reach out repeatedly. She ignored because she thought it would go away. At least these people were consistent. They tried again. A copy of that letter is enclosed. In that letter, the eldership requested an opportunity to discuss with you the situation and the condition of your soul. We have not received the response to that letter. Material published on Woodstock Church of Christ's website notes our authority in religious matters is found only in the inspired scriptures. Therefore, we seek to be governed in organization, faith, worship, and work 
by God's holy word. The non-denominational congregation which seeks to model itself after the New Testament church also takes a minimalist approach to worship with their congregational singing without accompaniment or mechanical instruments. <gasps> They're those people. Are you going to accuse them of uh, snake handling next? Is that, is that where it's going? This may appear strange to the first-time visitor, but many consider this the most inspirational part of our worship. This type of singing is used by the New Testament church, Ephesians 5 and Colossians 3. We believe that following this example is pleasing to God, the church explains. The local congregation selected the four Woodstock Church of Christ elders to serve as pastors or overseers of the church and teach and exhort the church in sound doctrine, refute those who contradict the truth. Those were their job descriptions. A, teach and exhort the church in sound doctrine. B, refute those who contradict the truth. But, I think that Crystal should get a pass. Because you know, why? Why? Why should Crystal get a pass? Well, for the same reason that people who commit crimes feel entitled to not having to suffer the consequences of their actions. <clears throat> because they're special. Kim special, Crystal special, they're all special. Elders are involved in the lives of members. This is on the church's website. Providing spiritual guidance, prayer and visits in time of sickness, comfort and support, in time of bereavement, counseling and spiritual nourishment as members experience the realities of this life. The church explained on its website, which has since been disabled. Can you imagine how much hate this church has gotten if they had to disable their own website? Elders are to lead by example and will provide instruction for equipping the saints for the work of ministry, as well as provide the edification needed for healthy relationships within the church. These men are shepherds of this congregation, and their primary interest is helping the souls of this congregation reach heaven together. Since Cox was unresponsive to their appeals, the elders gave her an ultimatum. If we fail to hear from you, by April 30th, 2021, we would understand you are not repentant and do not desire to be forgiven of your sinful behavior, the elders wrote. That being the case, an announcement to that effect will be made to the Woodstock Church of Christ on the following Sunday. We will announce that we have withdrawn fellowship from you following efforts to establish a dialogue to persuade you to repent. That's the church's job, to persuade people to repent, not to twist and butcher the word of God to make Crystal Cox feel good about her sin. Your name will be removed from our membership role 
until you decide to make your life right with the Lord. Cox, a longtime hairstylist who owns the hair bar salon in Woodstock, told CBS 46 that she was enraged after reading the letter from the elders. Of course you were, Crystal. Because how dare they? How dare they call you to repentance, Crystal? Don't they know who you are? You fluff hair for a living. Surely you are of greater spiritual stature and authority than some old men relic, just white people, even though Crystal's white too. Patriarchy, 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 misogyny and patriarchy. How dare they? See, I told you some time ago that no, I, I, I don't believe feminism destroyed the church. I believe it was the staph infection that weakened it. And all these other things destroyed the church. She was enraged. Crystal was enraged. How dare you call me to repentance? Do you know who I am? I am engaged in a lesbian relationship. I'm at the forefront of progress while you old white men sit there with your book talking about what Jesus would have wanted. Well, when I opened it, I was kind of enraged, like, why am I getting picked on and getting called out when everyone has sin? Because you're flaunting your sin, Crystal. You are flaunting it and saying, accept me as I am. Change the rules for me because I fluff hair. And after being married to a man and having child or children by him, I decided no mas chorizo for me. Well, Crystal, you initiated this. And all they're doing is calling you to repentance. They reached out once without response. They reached out a second time. And you decided, I'm going to show them. I'm going to put this letter on the Instagrams, and I'm going to make their name public, and their life's going to become a living hell. All because they loved you enough to call you to repentance. Well done, Crystal Bravo. I'm sure Beth Moore will send you a letter of encouragement shortly. The fact that they're going to point it out and release my personal business to the entire congregation of the church and tell them that I can no longer come there. I don't feel like that's right. And here we have feelings. Feelings. It's all about feelings, isn't it? You don't feel that's right. And so it shouldn't be. Because your feelings are more important than anything else. That's it. They supersede everything else. Crystal's feelings matter. They matter more than the Bible. They matter more than the words of Jesus. They matter more than, than 
what the church set forth as its parameters, it's all about Crystal's feelings. I feel like it's not wrong. Well, there you go. Feelings again. <gasps> Do you see a pattern? I feel like it's not wrong. I look at my relationship and how much love I have with her and think, how can people think this is so wrong? It's sin. Wrong or right makes no never mind. It's sin. But you know what? Pedophiles have the same excuse. I love him so much. How can it be wrong? Feel. How do you feel? Because right now, uh, for a limited time, some of the biggest denominations in the world are rewriting scripture based on how you feel. Go through the list. See what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. What you'd like to keep doing, you know, circle that, and then we'll, we'll put it in the new feelings category. Well, Bob feels like he could be an alcoholic and being judged isn't wrong. Well, Crystal feels like she could be a lesbian and leave her husband and kids and, you know, go on a journey of discovery. And, and it couldn't be wrong because there's so much love. Everything is feelings. Cox, who previously celebrated her Relationship with her now ex-husband online now celebrates her relationship with her girlfriend. And this is, this, see, ah, this, this is where Crystal just rubs me the wrong way. She insists that she does not want her former congregation to be attacked for their beliefs then why'd you put the letter on Instagram? Huh? 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 Why didn't you answer their first letter, Crystal? I know. You are pure as the driven snow. You are a martyr in your own right. Your feelings were hurt, and you decided, I'm going to get back at those old white men, those patriarchal men who are just seething with misogyny and don't understand that I have a life partner that is same sex and that because I feel as though it's okay, Jesus has to agree with me. So Crystal decided to put it on the Instagram. And now the, the, the lives of people whose only concern was calling her to repentance have been turned upside down. I just really don't want anything bad to come out of this, she said. Like, I want it to be good. I don't want people to be saying ugly things to them or sending them ugly stuff. Too late, Crystal. See, that was not my intention. Yes, it was. Yes, it was, you lying shrew. Yes, it was. You knew exactly what you were doing. You posted the letter knowing that every rabid, armpit-haired, lesbian, feminist 
would be up in arms. How dare old white men tell you you can't love somebody? The Bible says it's sin. It's not love. It's lust. Don't, don't twist the two. But it's always about love, isn't it? Feelings and love. Love and feelings. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? LGBTQ advocates are now slamming the church online with negative reviews and have driven down the church's ratings on Google to two stars. Now, the only thing I want to say about that is if you pick the church you're going to be going to based on Google reviews, I'm sad for you. Uh, reviewer Alyssa Bowden wrote this incredibly judgmental and closed-minded very rude God must be very ashamed why Alyssa because you feel different than what the word of God says huh why must God be ashamed if he's ashamed of anyone it's crystal Because those elders did their job. They called her to repentance. Feminism. Alyssa Bowden knows the mind of God and said, Nay, nay, ye patriarchal old white men. You are very rude and closed-minded. God must be very ashamed. So, Keep defending the indefensible, kids. Keep writing me nasty messages about, oh, I'm toxically masculine and misogynistic. As I've been saying for the past, oh, I don't know, couple of months, you still have no idea what you've done. So, because of the mob, this church was forced to take its website down. Um, The families of these elders are now feeling threatened. People are showing up to their homes. And I just hope and pray that they stick to their guns. I hope and pray that they stand firm on the word. But these people attacking the church and attacking the elders, they know that given enough pressure, they can swing people's mindset a certain way. So now pressure is being applied to a church to to, to, to change its standards because, well, Crystal feels as though the church is wrong. On the heels of 
the Derek Chauvin verdict, uh, elected officials are already out saying that guilty verdict is not enough. Pray tell what is. Do you understand where we're headed? Because if you don't, then once we get there, it is going to be a very rude awakening. I'm going to stop here, and I'm going to let Gino ask one question, if Gino can hear me. Uh, You have time for one question, Gene. All right, Mike, then I'm going to ask the one that keeps coming up, power by August. No. Uh, Next. And Well, answer why, why not, because this is an issue even in churches. So because it's not about Trump. Do you understand that the issue is not about Trump? Trump is not some magician. He's not some, 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 some genie. Okay, it's about the mindset of the nation. This, this, okay, legally it cannot happen. I don't care how many people, okay, from August, once it doesn't happen in August, uh, when, when, when's the next uh, time slot that it's supposed to happen? 2022? May? Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Look, we, we need to stop living with these, these, these self-fabricated fantasies and acknowledge the reality we're living in now and do what we can as individuals. First of all, to mitigate the damage that we will suffer as individuals, And second of all, to wake as many people up as possible to the reality of what's coming down the pike. Look, you want to know the reason, the biggest reason why he's not coming back? It's because we didn't deserve a respite. We didn't deserve an extension of grace as a nation. We're here now. And there's nobody calling for repentance other than a couple of little churches, and even they have to get blowback from a bunch of lesbians because one of their members decided, hey, I'm going to bat for the other team. And my church has to accept me just the way I am because I feel like my love should supersede the word of God. Look, if there's any hope for the future, the church has to get its act right first. We need to stop relying on Google reviews as to what church we go to. We need to put people like Crystal in their place, not, not, not in a mean-spirited way, but biblically. Look, this is it. You were called to repentance. You refused to repent. We must break fellowship. Period. End of story. And you know what? If you stand on the truth, it may hurt for a season, but God will reward you. If you stand on the truth and say, this is what the Bible says, regardless of how many ugly Google reviews we get, regardless of how many, you know, hairy-legged lesbians showed up at our front door, this is what the Bible says. You must submit to the Word of God. The Word of God is not responsible for submitting itself to you. It will not. The Word of God is absolute. It is yes and amen. It doesn't make special exemptions for crystal. But then we have people like Pat Robertson, who's just a mealy-mouthed old man who should have retired 50 years ago. 
just dragging his carcass along, reminding everyone that he's still alive by saying something stupid every six months. So if people in our own camp can't stand on the truth, why do we expect that the nation as a whole is going to make a turn for the better? So look, I, I'm, I'm, there's a reason I don't play the lotto. Uh, same reason why I don't believe that Donald Trump will be back in office by August. Let's put it that way. Anyway, uh, that's the end of it. That's our program. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Gino, if you've got anything to say, it's yours. Thank you, Mike. Well, that does help. And I will encourage some people that have asked a question to check out this program because I did a Sunday night uh, call into a church and mentioned exactly what you said, pretty much. And people get mad about it, even in the church. And my attitude is, why don't you get back to preaching Christ and sharing the Lord and doing what we're called to do, blowing a trumpet, warning, and not being consumed by something that's not going to happen? Either way, thank you, Mike. You answered it well. And uh, I do want to encourage people to get the video, Wake Up America, because we are at a precipice as a country in so many ways. And not only with the, you know, civil war that is coming and is precipitating through lawlessness and anarchy and politicians that shouldn't be in office on any level that encourage anarchy and encourage civil disobedience. Go back 50 years ago and see what would happen if a politician said, oh, you know what? You're not riding enough. You're not, you're not disobeying enough. And see what would happen to that politician. But we've become weak and, and we've become fearful of the wicked. We've become fearful of the adversary when someone should have the boldness to say, you know what? No matter what, you are, you are out of Congress. You cannot be in Congress and have the boldness to not just impeach but remove these people because they're part of the reason America is going, to, uh, going towards civil war. So with that, let's just say it's going to happen. It's going to happen. One day there will be civil war. And you can see Dimitri Dudeman's prophecies come to pass and Michael's dreams and vision. Either way. Thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. We will get this up on the YouTube channel. And uh, God bless you and have a great day in the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all the